Welcome to Ride the Curve Radio. My name is Akash Basricha, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about the top 10 things that I think you need to know about info sessions. Very quickly, info sessions are when Ivy brings the company to the school to talk about what the firm does, and the company will bring as many associates and, and partners and managers as they can to you know allow you to give the chance to, to network with them. The way that they're structured is oftentimes they'll have about a 20-25 minute presentation at the start, often delivered by a manager or a senior partner, and then afterwards you've got about an hour and a half to network with the associates over over cocktails and, and finger foods and stuff like that. But let's hop right into it. Number one, pre-eat. Eat before the info session because I don't care if you're diabetic or not, you're standing in the same spot for about an hour and a half in these weirdly uncomfortable dress shoes, your your blood sugar is going to drop, okay? And you're going to get lightheaded and you're going to you're going to get tired of of crunching on ice from that empty drink in your left hand and it's going to be brutal. And so just pre-eat and, and fuel and don't rely on those finger feuds. Number 2, go to the info session. Make sure you go because career management is there to help you. They cannot do that if you are constantly missing info sessions because attendance is taken. And make sure you're signing up for them as soon as that day opens up because there's limited spots to go around. And if you don't get a spot, try to go to the info session anyway because they often have a few spots to open up on the day of if you just line up there. Number three, get a nice notebook. All right, I'm a big leather notebook kind of guy. Moleskin, they've got some great, uh, great notepads. I mean, notebooks. <laughs> uh, buy one, take notes, take notes on the structure of the firm during that presentation, and then put it away. Okay, don't don't take notes while you're networking because that's really weird. But those notes about the firm are what's going to guide some of your questions later on for for coffee chats and stuff like that. Number four, I would say talk to two or three people at max. Okay, you shouldn't be talking to any more than that. Reason being, if you're only spending 10 or 15 minutes with a person, you know, it's it's really hard to A, ask them any more than one or two questions and B, it's tough to actually develop a, a relationship with them. So find your two or three people that you want to stick with, right? Stay with them for, for a good chunk of time. Uh, allow yourself to to build a relationship with them. And the only reason that you should be moving around every five, 10 minutes is because you don't think that you're going to be able to connect with this person. That's totally fine. Just use your judgment. Number five, this is the most important one. I don't know why it's number five. Stay late, wait it out and get the one-on-one, all right? I cannot stress this enough. You want to date these people. <laughs> that's 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 your goal, okay? It's, it's terrible to say, but as the lights go down, it's getting late, 8.39 p.m., the associates have to drive back to Toronto. You know, it's getting a little bit quiet. Dust is starting to settle a bit. You want to schmooze them, all right? You want to wait for that one-on-one because that's when you're going to allow yourself to have the the more insightful and personal conversations. That was That's what leads me to number six. Have personal questions ready because when you are waiting for those one-on-one encounters, it kind of turns like a, a little bit of a you know miniature coffee chat or phone chat right there. You know you can ask them about your specific interests, your specific situations. Uh, in terms of the personal questions that you should have ready, again, go back to the last episode. Uh, it's the same idea about uh, relating your questions back to what you are interested in, and it's tough to do that when you've got three or four people around with you talking, but if you're waiting it out, you can you can really, uh, you can kind of turn it into uh, a nice conversation with that person. Number seven, 
try to be memorable in some capacity if you can. Okay, I don't mean be obnoxious and I don't mean have a bold personality, but I do mean think about the one or two things that you think are most interesting about you and find some way to inject them in the conversation towards the end. I'll use an example to illustrate this. I went to New York once upon a time to audition for the Blue Man Group. It's a Broadway show there. I, uh, I, didn't, I never made it, but towards the end of the info session when I was talking one-on-one -on -one with some of the, of the people at the firm, uh, I would often just mention that story out on, a, out on a limb, you know, talking about my, my creative art side, and that's the thing that they remembered me by. And, and I, you know, I would use that to open the, the follow-up email saying, hey, I'm the, I'm the Blue Man Group guy. So, you know, find something memorable. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything too out of this world, but, but you know, something that they can remember you by because they're going to be talking to, you know, probably 10 or 15 people every single night. Number eight, keep a log of your conversations, Okay. After each coffee chat, phone call, info session, make a note of who you talk to and, and make a note of what you learned from them. Because when you're writing your cover letters in December and January, all right, you want to be able to reference the conversations that you have. And this is the only way that you're going to be able to remember them. Number nine, after the info session, okay, follow up with them. Make sure you follow up because... It, Again, one encounter is is practically useless. You always want to get that second encounter so that you can you can uh, again build that relationship a little bit further. And finally, number ten, use your friends to your advantage. Okay, everyone's going to get a job, and so you might as well attack this together. Go to the info session with a friend. You know, uh, pair up and 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 kind of go up to an associate together so that you can work off each other's questions. You know what the other person is interested in. And, and the, the other thing is make sure you ask your friends for feedback, right? After those first few info, info sessions, uh, if, if you were doing something awkward, ask your friend about it. They might tell you, yeah, I mean, you, you are fidgeting. I don't know if you need to go to the washroom or something, but you know, figure it out. You're, or if you, if you're talking over people, your friends will be the ones to give you the honest feedback and it makes the process a little bit less painful to go through because I would say you're going to have a lot of fun, but <laughs> Info sessions are not exactly the most delightful things to stand through, but extremely helpful, extremely valuable, so use them to your advantage. That's all for this episode, and uh, we will dive into cover letters and behaviorals in the final part of the series. Bye.